Good day. You are listening to a podcast. But this isn't just any podcast. Just any podcast couldn't do this. Or this. What the? This is the podcast. Starring the Ted. Starring the Ted. Star. The. Starring the Ted Smith and Cobb. The podcast starts. You better wear a helmet now. All right, let's do it. All right, welcome everybody back to a, uh, another episode of the Home Episodes. Uh, like you said last week, they'll continue for a while, so, uh, you know, sit back, relax. Glad you joined us. Uh, <laughs> I'll be the host of this here podcast. There's podcasts in all the land. All the land. Say my name. Sorry, I'm struggling today. Anyhow, I'm Ted Smith. That's Kyle. Kyle, what's going on? <laughs> hey, what's going on? Um, hey, hello to everybody in quarantine. It's not going to be over soon, so sit back, relax, change your schedule. I've fully committed myself to being at least till April, so, you know, just know that. And, uh, yeah, let's have a sweet podcast, boys. I'm in. Going to everything and everything set up. Matt Thomas, the producer of MCTP. What's up, Matt? Hey, Ted. Good to see you. First of all, I'd like to start by saying that uh, the saltwater lake water debate hit a, hit a large wave today, or this weekend. Like, and also, I wouldn't even say I'm sunburned. I'm using the term now, sun-kissed. Ooh. You actually, you know, it's funny that you say that. I can see you on Zoom. You do look sun-kissed. You have like a little like red cherub nose, but like just a little bit of red on your cheeks, but not really a burn. Like the top of the head, you know, is fine. And like, yeah, you do look sun-kissed. Yeah, it was the right amount of sun and uh, sunscreen. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Wait, so what, what happened with the uh, saltwater freshwater thing? All right. So my buddy Sal, you guys have met him before from the – Yeah, uh, Sal's tight. He's yeah. been on here. Yeah. So I go down to him and his wife Jessica, Jessica's house down there like in Olympia. So we get there and we're having lunch. I'm having a couple beers. And he's like, I know you guys are big on this lake house versus beach house thing. But like just today we're just going to go out to the buoy and float around. We'll see how it goes. Now, when we first get down to the water, I'm not going to lie. Your boy was straight up a little scared bitch. Like, I get my floaty, and I'm, like, just kind of rowing out to the buoy with, like, one arm. And I'm like, all right, this is salt water. Like, who knows what's in here? And the whole ride down there, I'm like, what about jellyfish? What about these orcas? Well, yeah, we're talking Puget Sound. I mean, that is, like, a major wildlife habitat. Highest concentration of octopi in the world was, like, less than 10 miles from where you're at. Right. So then we get in the water, we got a floating cooler, we got two floaties within like an hour. Like things are changing, boys. It's like, oh, this is kind of fun out here in the salt water. <laughs> uh, so then, right, so that was awesome. That night we eat some bounty of the sea. I didn't eat too much. I'm still coming off the gout. But, you know, clams, and this was all caught on their beach. Also, great tides, great tides, and it was just finally, it was super hot. Yeah, man. Summer honestly finally hit, like you were saying. And uh, yeah, it was hot everywhere, which was great. Seattle, I think, set some kind of a record. But wait, so what was the bounty of the sea? You say clams? Clams. There was oysters. I, did, I, I think we skipped the oysters because I was all hemmed up. But yeah, tons of clams. And then what else? Oh, steamed shrimp. But I gave Ooh. Jessica the recipe, so I need to start making something else when I show up. You know, you got to keep your value. Damn, dude. Speaking <laughs> of, I'm steaming some shrimp right now in my little, uh, what's it called? My Zojirushi as we, as we podcast. Oh, excellent. 
Yeah, since I only have a microwave and a rice cooker in my place, I have to get creative. So I will say, salt water, obviously you got to shower pretty quick afterwards because you're covered in salt water. But that day was fun. But then the next day, his buddy Garrett picked us up on a pontoon. And I was like, a pontoon on salt water? Like a pontoon party boat? Yes. Oh, hell yeah. But it's a tritune. So it's got a little fin down the middle, too, that helps it deal with waves. Oh, yeah, okay, to kind of like stabilize it for the, you know – yeah, okay. That makes sense. The open right. ocean. And then, right, we're cruising out there. We check out, I think it was McNeil Island and Fox Island. And then, like, we'd stop. And the first time we went swimming, like, boat got a little farther away from us than we anticipated. But, like, that picture, like, right before that picture, I was, like, swimming out the south. And I was like, it's getting kind of cold, man. Maybe we should go back in. He's like, yeah. <laughs> so we get in the boat, and I'm like, all right. The lake is feels safer, but I was like, Man, heart's kind of racing. Like, that's kind of fun. The excitement of, like, oh, like, we're out here. Oh, yeah. And you're talking like whales, possibly sharks, octopi, sea lions. Like, there is a lot of wildlife in Puget Sound for people who aren't from the area. I could see why that'd be scary. The water's a little darker, much colder. The smell's a little off. Like, the lake is the safe zone, man. Nothing's going to eat you in there. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> on the one island, there was a whale carcass. So like what? Damn. It, dude, unreal. Because they tow him over to that. I'm pretty sure it's McNeil, but the prison island. Because nobody's allowed over there. If there's a dead carcass, they just tow him over there. That way, nobody will mess with him. Wow. Yeah, man. Wow. It was pretty wild. But as I was swimming back to the boat, I go, "If I get eaten by an orca, like I'm gonna be fucking pissed." <laughs> <laughs> it's a good way to go. I feel like. All right, Matt. So that was the immediate discussion afterwards. It's like, that'd be badass though, huh? Like, we're like, yeah, we lost Ted, but he got eaten by a whale. Yeah. If I go out some epic way like that, like, just know that you don't need to feel bad for me. Like, I'd, I'd be stoked. I'd be dead, but I'd be as stoked as you could be when you're dead. I feel like this is one of those classic situations where it's philosophy versus life. In, uh, you know, as an abstract idea, it sounds awesome to get eaten by a whale, but think about the real block and tackle of what we're talking about here. <laughs> think about your foot in a whale's mouth and you're just getting whipped around slowly, like, sh- you know, shredding at the hip joint and it just decides to dive and it just pulls you down until you lose consciousness. And your last thought is I'm about to die at the hands of free Willie. That sounds horrific to me. It's getting dark down there. It's getting cold. You run out of air. It's over. Or it's, it lets you go and you're struggling back to the surface. That gets you again, man. Like, think about what we're talking about here, boys. That would be a horrible way to die. By wild animal of any kind, let alone a sea creature. You got a better way to go out? We're talking about overall toughness. The legend that's left after you get eaten by a whale, though. God, overall toughness? I would say losing a fight to an animal. Like a whale... There's not even, you can't even see any damage, but like maybe like uh, an elk like gets you with its horns, but you also choke out the elk. You know what I mean? Then you bleed to death. I don't know. It, it all sounds horrific, man. Dying by animal is just, there's no, there's no upside. <laughs> I mean, listen, you bring up strong points, but I was with Matt we, all day on the boat. I had convinced myself like, this. Is the, I mean, if it happens, it happens. <laughs> Yeah, you just re- resigned yourself to that eventuality. God, dude, I'll say this, man. When you were born in a hospital in Maryland, nobody thought you'd die by whale in Puget Sound. I can tell you that right now. That was not on the predictive actuarial charts. 
uh, yeah, I mean, right? So that was kind of like, I was like, all right, this is a little different in the salt water. And then what else? There's just so much to see. So they were talking about uh, like on a lake, like once you go around it once, you're just kind of buzzing around the same areas. And I was like, I mean, look, there was, there was watermelon involved. There was coolers full of beer. They were stopping on people's beaches saying what's up. Like, I, it was pretty convincing, boys. I may have said, I may have said, like, may have said the term, I don't know if I can go back to a bitch-ass lake. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I mean, you know, all those things that you mentioned are available on a lake. One, you know, they have watermelon on lakes, I've heard. Two, I feel like... <laughs> these people are going to be biased. I mean, they live on the ocean, right? Oh yeah. The thing I will say that we didn't discuss about the ocean beaches um, is I was at the Oregon dunes this weekend and we didn't talk about like four wheeling. I mean, that's also an ocean beach benefit that you can't, can't do on a lake shore. You can't drive your car out there. Four wheeling honestly is pretty sick. Yeah. I mean, I still think overall the, I, it's lake life, but man, I, I, I don't know. And then it's, of course, classic Ted. I've been like Team Lake this whole time. And then, you know, by beer six or seven on that boat, I've, I've been swimming around three times, saw a whale carcass. It's just like, yeah, man, the hell with those lakes. <laughs> Why are we started on rivers? Dude, you're just, you're writing the playbook for me right now to get you on Team Pancake right now. I love it. Late night, six, seven beers in, boom, bring them a stack of flapjacks. We'll see what's up. See where those loyalties lie. Uh, not me can't see it i'm changing this tune <laughs> uh did you see the video of the guy somebody made a pancake or a waffle and then basically they dipped it in pancake batter and fried it and they were like this is the end of the debate it's the best of both worlds i was like all right i've also Whoa. seen this cooking pancake batter around a small waffle dude i i no, I haven't seen that. I did see, though, um, sadly, RIP, that Nate's Wings and Waffles decided they're shutting down for people who are here in Seattle. What? So that's the end of an era. <sighs> yeah. I'm surprised <sighs> Matt didn't see that yet. No, that's the first time hearing about it. Uh, that's a tough one. I love that place. Went there a lot of times. After the podcast, a whole bunch. Yeah, That was one of my spots. Yeah. Yeah, and that's not to bring a downer mood, but just to say that, you know, um, we mentioned this before with, um, with the Deluxe. Just if there's places you like in your neighborhood, stop by. You know, they could probably use your help. Uh, all right. So, yeah, the Salt Lake, it helped. They, or the Salt Water, it helped they live there. Also had a great encounter with the neighbors. We met some people out partying. I shorthanded two beers trying to toss them over to their boat. They pulled out a giant fishing net, scooped them out of the water. <laughs> Just ocean stuff, man. You're not going to have one of those big big uh, nets on a lake. <laughs> yeah. Well, I always forget, too. Like, beers actually float. Cans of beer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, I think river houses have their place, too. You know? Honestly. Like, I've seen a couple really cool river houses lately. And, like, rivers, especially, there's a lot of rivers with, like, a little dam. You know, I went swimming in one of those this weekend down in southern Washington. And uh, that, you know, you get lake, but you always get fresh water in there, stirred up a little bit. So, I mean, I think at the end of the day, waterfront home, it, you, you, I right. mean, <laughs> you're splitting hairs. 
That's a very good call. Yeah, right. Anything, anything that has a dock or a beach you can walk into. I mean, I still think the lake has the best swimming options just all year round. Whereas, like, you got to wait till it, that, that sound is cold. You got to wait till it gets hot out. Oh, yeah. That's not, yeah, it's freezing. I mean, you probably couldn't swim a couple hundred yards in there without a wetsuit. Yeah. yeah I would say I stayed within a uh, 20 foot radius of the boat. <laughs> how long do you think you were in for? I've always wondered, like, how long somebody could actually stay in that water. And I don't, one time, I bet we were in there for a solid, like, five minutes. Wow. That's actually, yeah, that's pretty long. It's longer than I would expect. Yeah. Cause it took a while to, uh, that water was cold. It took a little bit to get going. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, all the light beers and stuff. Like I was in there for a while doing that. And then and it was just so nice. I was just floating salt water. It's so easy to float. And like sun's just beating down on me. And like, I, I, it's also just massive. I was just like, Holy shit. Like, I can't believe I'm actually out here just swimming in this thing. Dude, I wonder if that would help. So anytime I'm on the Washington State ferries, I always wonder, like, you know, if this thing goes down, how far are we from shore and could I swim it? You know, no life fest. And, uh, you know, just in case there's no lifeboats or whatever. Um, and I wonder if drinking a bunch of, like, shots or light beers or something as that thing's going down would help you or hurt you. Because it really does make you feel the cold less. I feel like psychologically, it might just give you that little boost where you're like, oh, F it. Like, I'm fine. What do you think, Ted? Uh, I don't know. I will give Garrett credit. He was pretty good about like when we'd stop, he'd be like, all right, this place is almost like 64 and a half, like, like water temperature. So we were stopping in like the warmest spots we could. Yeah. 64 is pretty cold. (laughs) I'm not so telling you out there. I was like 64 and a half. That's no problem. (laughs) Uh, Some cool islands out there in the South Sound. Sorry, I don't know if it would help or hurt if you were trying to swim distance. I mean, it's definitely going to make you a little more confident. But, you know, I mean, you know me. I was just kind of treading water and floating for, if we were in there for five minutes, I would say generally I would only like actively swim like back to the boat or if the boat was getting, like I said, more than 20 feet, 20 yards, whatever. I was like, all right, I should stay close. Because it was cold enough where I was like, you might not feel it coming before it's too cold. Before <laughs> <laughs> it goes down. Well, dude, uh, a lot of people don't know. We were talking about this before the podcast started, but there's a, a prison island down there, which sounds like you guys actually got to see it, which I've never seen it in person. But it was like a prison for a long time, and then now they've switched it over to like a, a facility for sexual offenders or something. Yeah, so now it's just sex offenders, but they still have the whole island. So like, no, they're just like these old houses that are just kind of sitting there rotten because they used to have more people when it was a full prison. That's kind of wild to me, like, um, you know, that obviously, like, if those guys are put in gen pop, they're probably murdered or raped or worse, um, and instead they get to go live on an island. Oh, trust me, it was the topic of the boat oftentimes. <laughs> what, that they, that they lucked out and they're in, quote-unquote, prison on an island where houses would go for half a million? Yeah, and they're, like, protected. Yeah. No. Yeah, but by the same token, we're protected from them. You know, the whole sex offender thing is very, very bizarre in terms of like psychopathy. Yeah, there's just a couple of general laws that everybody agrees on. I think that's one of them. Yeah, I would also say the other talk of the boat is uh, just because parents have like cattle, right? So once in a while they'll like butcher one. They just have a freezer of perfect white squares right? It's like ground beef or whatever. So it was just funny. Like somebody came by and like just opened their bag and I watched them load up this bag full of white squares. 
And then like, we're on the boat and like, we're joking around about stuff. And I was like, maybe I'm watching too much Ozarks. So, like, this, I really looked like a drug dealer earlier. Like, I know it was meat, <laughs> but is it just quote unquote meat? Yeah, is it the meat? Dude, Ted, I'll, I'll say this. With the number of times you've dropped Bo into this conversation, you honestly sound $75,000 a year richer. <laughs> like just hearing that, I'm like, God, man, Ted's living the lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. It's just kind of funny. Like, they get a couple nice weekends, and, you know, luckily we get to hang out over at Matt's dad's, which is great lake life. And then, yeah. And the boat is great. Like, I think they had just gotten that boat, so. We're just on the boat talking about which investment banks we like, which ones we don't. On the boat, talking about champagne. On the boat, we were talking about watches. Watermelons. <laughs> Jesus, man. You probably had seedless watermelons, didn't you, Mom? Yeah. <laughs> it was pre-chopped. <laughs> Dude, I will say those Trader Joe's pre-chopped ones are amazing. I don't know what. I think it's just because they sit on the shelf for a couple of days, but they're so freaking juicy and refrigerated. It's honestly ridiculous. They're in like the, the cold grab-and-go case. 10 out of 10, highly recommend. Yeah, and I had never done this before, but I started putting the uh... – like you ever see like stands in like Mexico and stuff or Mexican restaurants and just have fruit with like salt all over it. Tahine, yeah. the red stuff. The re- yeah. 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 That oh, stuff's awesome. Yeah. Well, we were salting the watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had it. I don't even know what it is. Man, it's this like some sort of yeah, it's like some sort of chili powder with some lime, I think, in it or something, but it's like salt. Uh, and yeah, it comes in this little like plastic bottle. They sell it in like all the stores. I had it at a wedding a couple of years ago and was like, what is this stuff? And then once you've had it, you realize they sell it everywhere. You just kind of don't notice cause there's so much stuff in stores, but yeah, it's like tahine. I think you say it T A J I N. Um, yeah. I've seen pictures of it all over fruit, but that was the first time I put it on some and I was like, Oh my God, this is so delicious. It's a game changer. Are you going to bring that back to the house? Like, is it that good? Oh, yeah, for sure. Damn, nice. Oh, there oh, it is. There you go. Matt just busted some. Damn. Yeah. Walking the talk. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah, the Hispanic foods aisle. Uh, all right, what else do we have on there? So I wanted to get to this last week. We did not. So when I'm talking about taking photos of people, like, I don't know, if they're, like, sitting on the bus or whatever, and then sometimes, like, I see people posting photos in the grocery store, like, what's this person getting all this for or whatever? So it kind of always rubs me the wrong way. What's your guys' thoughts? Like, wait, do you do it? Are you okay with it? Does it not matter? My, my first question for you, Ted, is who took a photo of you and why? <laughs> <laughs> you know what what were one, you up to? This one's not a personal thing. I just, I noticed it on my Instagram. I was like, I, don't, I just don't know how I feel about that. I, I honestly can't tell if you winked or not, but I would say that taking photos of someone in the sex store, you know, is probably pushing the line, but taking photos of someone in, you know, a sort of neutral public setting. Um, I think you should ask personally. Um, somebody took a photo of me on Broadway and I was really not into it, but you know, I, I understand if their face isn't in it, I think it's okay. If their face is in it, you need to ask. Pretty fair. Yeah, I mean, at the at the mo- I think you know, people are in pictures of other things where there's just like 
you know, if you're just walking down a city street and take a picture of the sunset or whatever, but like if you're taking a picture of someone to make fun of them on the internet without their knowledge, like I wouldn't do that. But, uh, you know, I've also seen some of those pictures, like who doesn't love people of Walmart, you know? And like, I've had, I've had some laughs at those expenses. So I feel a little hypocritical being like, not cool guys. Um, but definitely not my bag. That's an excellent point, Matt. And Ted, you'll love this. Oh, what's up? Sorry, I can't hear you. Oh, I was just saying, that's a great point. Because you're right. I love those websites. And I laugh at memes all the time. <laughs> uh, Ted, you'll love this. So it's, it's, it's um, like fortuitous that you brought this up because there's actually a lawsuit going through right now in Illinois, a class action suit related to this. So what was happening... So Facebook just lost a big suit. I don't remember how much money it is, but it was in the hundreds of millions of dollars because um, it's a little tough to explain. You know, when you go, when you throw a photo up on Facebook, how it'll put little boxes around people's faces and beyond that, it'll say, oh, is this, you know, um, is this MCTP? Is this Ted Smith? Is this Cobb? Yeah. Like, do you want to tag them? Right. So the lawsuit was, so uh, when people sign up for Facebook in the terms and service, they agree um, that Facebook can use their AI to recognize their face. But the problem was other people who were in these photos who never agreed to those terms of service were also getting their face identified. And so, you know, and, and helping build Facebook's um, data set of faces. And so basically it was like, you know, should these people be beholden to this terms of service? And so Facebook settled or lost. I don't remember which. They paid out a ton of money. Next week, the same attorney, as far as I know, files a suit for $500 million against Instagram. Same technology. <laughs> Turn them and burn them. So anyway, Ted, I, I think you're onto something here. And I think maybe you should change from radio to law and just be the idea man. <laughs> I'm a social media post uh, expert now. <laughs> You're like, what does that guy do at the law firm? He never wears a suit. He's in gray sweatpants. He makes more money than anyone here. It's like, he's the idea man. <laughs> <laughs> he's dripping in velour. <laughs> <laughs> they call him a rainmaker within the firm. I don't know. <laughs> it's so funny. It's honestly, it was just a picture of somebody's order. It was just like a bunch of beer and frozen pizzas. They were like, what's this person getting into? And I was like, that could easily be me. Like, like on a way on a way. I'm triggered. <laughs> yeah, personally victimized. <laughs> I knew you had some tie into this, man. I knew, I knew this was not strictly like observation general. Oh, yeah, what do you think? I knew you had some dog in this fight. I just saw it. I was like, man, I don't know how I feel about that. What if that had been Ted? Dude, here's the real question. I mean – as far as judging them, are we talking like Totino's? Are we talking DiGiorno? Like, where was this person at? Freshetta? Like, living the, the high life? Man, I want to say it was like run of the mill, or it might have been DiGiorno. It was just Hi. a lot of frozen pizzas, beer, and then like like one like vegetable. They were just like, oh, what's that one guy going in there? It's like, hey, look, man, you don't know what pizza beer guy does on Monday nights. You know, like, you don't know my life. Having a big weekend, but he needs that one bag salad for Monday. <laughs> right? Yeah. Dude, and that, you know, and DiGiorno, in my opinion, a respectable, like, you know, middle-class pizza. I love a good DiGiorno. 
Yeah, they've really like upped the the game because yeah, you're right. You're right. It's kind of like that mid grade, but that mid grade I feel like used to be what was it, Tombstone or like growing up. Yeah, it was just not that impressive, and now it's like DiGiorno came in, took over that, and like you know, rising tide raises all ships or whatever. Like, yeah, I feel like that's been good for the frozen pizza aisle. Yeah, yeah, and I kind of misspoke there when I said like I thought it was running the mill, and I was gonna, and then I was like, no, it was DiGiorno. Like that guy was doing it right. Yeah, DiGiorno and Freshetta are just like to me, like I, I don't know, it's so weird. And then if you live in an area where the corner store doesn't have the good stuff, you're just like, oh man, still eating this guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, frozen pizzas to me aren't nearly the the roller coaster roller coaster ride that those damn terrible and bar s hot dogs are. <laughs> yeah but dude i just yeah i feel i i just like that you're feeling like personally victimized by this like man like if it could be that guy it could be any of us <laughs> <laughs> and it's true it's true man be careful what you buy <laughs> i got spotted with a frozen pizza uh i was in line and it was right at the right outside the gym that i used to work at i was in line at the grocery store and my client that i had just finished with was at the grocery store and came up and was like hey how's it going oh pizza huh like just getting put on blast like yeah man remember i talked about like enjoying your food regardless like i'm gonna go home and enjoy this (laughs) oh man yeah yeah, dude, that's the thing. Like everyone says that they don't eat fast food, but somehow there's forty thousand fast food joints in the U.S. Like ten at every every exit. So you know, you tell me. The yeah. market doesn't lie. I'd say so. I think there's time and place for some of that stuff. Like uh, I was gonna say, like I know somebody drives for Uber Eats, and they were like, "Yeah, man, it was just crazy. I kept dropping off like." Like kind of like almost like fast food kind of food to like this nice neighborhood. And I was like, people like what they like, you know, sometimes you got an urge for something. Yeah, man. And you know, life's, life's complex. And a lot of people, myself included, sometimes use food to cope. So you just don't know what's going on in that person's life and why they need three supersized fries at three in the morning, you know? Yeah. And I mean, you can't always be on the high end. You can't always, you know, you're not, you're not going to be on a boat every weekend. <laughs> Some there of us aren't. I don't know. Uh, yeah. All right, uh, Cobb. Let's read some emails. I will say once again, not only have I sw- switched from maybe lake to saltwater now, but also like I'm always like, ah, the summer's fine. I like the fall. And we've had three weeks of summer, and I've been on both. <laughs> like I'm just like, I gotta get out. I gotta do this. I gotta do that. <laughs> Pop it, champagne, living the high life. Uh, the biggest difference for me between my twenties and my thirties, besides knowledge and flexibility is I love sweats. Now I used to wear jeans all the time. Now it's all sweats. Can't beat that comfort. And I don't care how dumb or corny I look. I don't give a shit about impressing anybody. Yeah. Well, it's also crazy now too, is there's so many pants, like companies that pants, pants, yeah. Pants companies that like, they look like jeans or they look like chinos or something, but they're basically like sweatpants. Yeah. I wouldn't shut the hell up about mine when we were up in Lopez Island. I got that pair for Christmas. I love them, but it's not really the weather for it now. So I've just been wearing t- 
towel shorts all summer. But uh, yeah, those those like disguised sweats that look like grown up clothes are just the best. It's like life hack. Yeah, trust me, I I'm close to buying some and Instagram every morning. It's like, dude, just get them. <laughs> oh, they'll get you soon. Dude, Matt, you just got me. I have to confess. Literally, as you said that, I like opened a separate browser window and just like threw towel shorts in there just to come back to it. Like, dude, I forgot those existed. Oh, I didn't know they're they were game back. changers. I got a few mm-hmm. pairs. Uh, these ones are into the AM or the brand. I like them. They make some trippy shirts and stuff, and they've served me well. I got to look up towel shorts now. Dude, oh, Ted, honestly, if you haven't tried them, they're phenomenal. It's a towel made into shorts. Like, no need to overthink it. It's tremendous. It's <laughs> a code. Oh, yeah. All right. That could be you, Ted. That guy in the photo. You know what? I mean, I look like I'm coming off the beach or off the boat in those shorts. That's what I'm saying, man. The boat, a couple of DiGiorno's, and you're out there living the life. Probably a couple models. I don't even know who eats DiGiorno. <laughs> God, dude. A couple weekends of summer left, Ted. Time to make the most of it. <laughs> Gotta flex it out. <laughs> Hello to the greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. Oh. Uh, my wife and I were just having this discussion. River House, all the way. Something about moving water. Like Matt said, fun and relaxing. Cleaner, too. Lakes feel a little stagnant and grimy. River is cleansing. Stay safe out there, boys. Also, Another underrated Will Ferrell movie is Everything Must Go. It's about a yard sale. Awesome if you like dark comedy. Uh, all right if you just, and it's all right if you just like Will. Worth a watch, though. Love you guys. Man, I don't know that one. I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah, me neither. I, if I remember correctly, he's like getting kicked out of his mom's house, and he, she puts all his stuff in the front yard, and he has to sell it. I'm not sure, though. Hmm. That's my vague memory of it. Yeah, I've I don't definitely know. rented a, a river cabin before. It was pretty. It was pretty fun. Yeah, rivers are rad. Big fan. Yeah, I went. I rented one up in Index uh, with a chick, and they the hot tub was just river water with some bromine instead of like chlorine. Whoa! Oh yeah, that's cool. Yeah, the one thing with rivers is you need a swimming hole. That's the only caveat I'll say is you need like a part that's at least deep enough to get fully in there. What's crack like it boys. So I'd say the difference between someone in their twenties and thirties is the mortality feeling. When I was 20, I thought there ain't shit that could hurt me. And if I get hurt, so what now that I'm married with a two and a half year old, I think of it a lot different. I got to make sure I'm not doing stupid stuff anymore. Cause I have people depending on me. So I got to uh, end thought. Uh, so I got a music recommendation for you guys. I know you can't play it on your own time. Or I, I know you can't play it on here, but on your own time, maybe turn it on. Uh, his name is Tyler Cassidy. He was Froggy Fresh for a while and was on Tosh. I remember Froggy Fresh. Uh, so I'll close it with a couple of lyrics from his recent banger, Calories. You about to burn some calories on my dick. I'm about to put my about to drive my between your hips. I sent this to my wife and needless to say, she wasn't happy at all. P.S. Shout out Mystic Rick, Jaden, a.k.a. Flamingo. <laughs> that is not where I saw that going, but that's awesome. That's going to cost Matt some time tonight. Ted, do you remember F- Froggy Fresh? He changed his name once already before. No. It was, um, he was, he's like this like 
a Southern kid, this white kid with like his best friend named like James or something like that. He has like a song about like people trying to take James. Dude, it was Froggy Fresh. Then he changed his name. It was a big YouTube sensation for a minute. Um, That's like, is that the guy that does like ordinary ass white guy or something? It might be. He like wears jerseys. He's like, I think he thinks he's gangster. All of his, mu- all of his music videos are like homemade as hell. It's like him in the backyard with a camcorder. I got to check that out. I might know who you're talking about. I think, What's his name again? Tyler what? Um, they said Froggy Fresh is his original. And then they were saying now it's uh, – sorry, I'm looking for it in this email. Tyler Cassidy. Uh, Tyler Cassidy. But I think before that he had another name. Um, yeah, Froggy Fresh, Tyler Cassidy. He's 30 years old now. Wow, that blows my mind. Oh, Krispy Kreme was his old name. That's how you might know him. <laughs> I think I know who that dude is. Krispy Kreme brought their Reese's Donuts back permanently, guys. <gasps> Did see that news. <laughs> Throwing it out there. <laughs> By the way, has anybody eaten a damn hot dog yet? No. Yeah. All right, cool. sad, sad to report, Ted, uh, I'm living a hot dog-free lifestyle right now. That was before the 4th of July we were talking about that. <laughs> like a month and a half ago. I mean, here's the thing. I will say in our defense, they're not easy to work into, like, your normal – like, you got to buy a whole pack of them. So, like, unless one of us gets one at a sporting event, which we're not going to, a large get-together, which we're not going to, this hot dog drought could last a while. <laughs> Ted, you're probably our best hope. Let's be real. (laughs) And then when you go over to somebody's house, it's not like, you know what? Let's have hot dogs. Everybody's like, oh, we'll cook this. We'll make something fancy. Yeah, dude, they're not eating hot dogs on boats. In fact, I changed that. I live in a a tiny bachelor apartment. I'm probably our best hope. I have the grill, though. We can make this happen. That's true. I have a microwave. Um, Yeah. But dude, do you remember when they used to sell like fully pre-made hot dogs at Costco, like with the bun on them. It was like a ballpark scenario in a little clear bag. Somebody listening will remember. Anyway, those things are bomb. You just microwave them? You literally just microwave it and start eating. Like you don't even need to put a dog in a bun. Yeah, I, I'm def- I definitely had those when I was like a kid. <laughs> Dad, I love it all like the like trashy or like white trash foods that I've been into. You're like, oh yeah, I had a, I had a phase in there. Like, thank God. Thank God I'm not alone. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, wait, who's Mystic Rick? Do you guys know? From the shout out? I don't know. Nope. Shoot, I don't know either. Uh, that's our last email. I'll look up Mystic Rick. Uh, I feel like we might know one of these songs. Mystic Rick has to, like, if he's giving him a shout out or an email about that dude, like, obviously it's, it's the same kind of genre. It looks like he's a uh, professional wrestler uh, at Real Mystic Rick uh, if you're looking for him. And apparently he is the best of all time. If you think otherwise, come get the turkey slicer. <laughs> Let's check in with uh, what's that, man. <laughs> uh, that, is, that is mean. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No holds barred from Mystic Rick. Um, yeah, I had a pretty solid weekend, uh, pretty, uh, you know, I don't want to say run of the mill, but you know, it was like, 
go golfing and have a lake day. Uh, you know, I got a new haircut. That was an exciting thing. But, like, you know, I've just been playing a lot of golf and hanging out on the lake. And uh, had a great time, though. Went out to Mount Sai Golf Course. Never uh, – I've only been there once before. But it just has great views of Mount Sai the whole way through it. So, you know, pace of play was – pretty slow to saturday in august in the northwest like what do you expect but uh took five hours to complete the round so uh that but so many of the times when you're just waiting you just like check out the mountain and have a good time so it was it was a chill day but it definitely i think messed my score up with the uh pace there you know you can't really stay in a rhythm when every time you finish a hole the people in front of you are just teeing off on the next one you have to wait for them to be out of the way um but yeah great great courses in great conditions views were awesome uh and then sunday our buddy kevin from kisw does loud and local metal shop he came over and uh yeah we just had a we had a good time um hanging out and uh you know, it was it was kind of rough. We we went paddleboarding, but the condition he'd never gone paddleboarding before, and it was ninety degrees that day on a Sunday. It was a lot of boats, and it was very choppy. So, you know, he had to just like dive right into the fire to to learn to paddleboard. And you know, mad respect to him for for getting out there. And uh, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Hadn't seen him since we went hiking for his birthday. Um, and yeah, so it was good to catch up. Had a, had just had a good day. Um, but yeah, that's, that's about it. That's most hey. of it. God, this, is this the bougiest one we've ever done? I'm just, I won't shut up about boats. I'm not just having boring days going golfing. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I've got three tea times in the next week, guys. Okay, and one of them is gonna be expensed for the LLC because I'm going golfing with a client, and I'm pretty sure that's how that stuff works. I'm pretty sure this is how the IRS catches you. <laughs> <laughs> this Dude, podcast will be used I, in court. <laughs> I feel I look. I know for a fact there's, you know, you can expense rounds of golf, uh, you know, if it's with a client. It just generally happens in, a, in the more white-collar world, not the sleeveless shirt nutrition coach world. But that's what's going down. Uh, looking forward to it. Golf is awesome. We got the FedEx Cup playoffs starting this weekend. So if you're looking for something to watch, uh, golf's where it's at. I think you can expense 50%. I think it's 50% on B&E, but I know Trump was talking about changing that to 100 during COVID. I don't know if that happened or not. Huh. Uh, all right. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds like another solid weekend. Sorry, my computer is kind of glitching on me, so I'm getting nervous. We're going to lose part of the end of this. Uh, all right. I guess it's about that time. Boop, doop, doop, boop, boo. Cobb topic. I was gonna say no worries, dude. I'm dropping tax knowledge. It's probably not not too exciting. You're not missing much. <laughs> Everyone's also, favorite topic. Real quick, Tom. Um, did, did you guys notice? Did it just start raining? Um, it kind of smells like rain. I can't really see outside too well. Yeah. All right. Why is it loud at your house? I, like, I think it's actually raining. 
it's dark out there. You know what's weird? You know what's weird, Ted? Is so for people who don't know, Ted and I live about two and a half blocks from each other, maybe three. It is. It smells like rain at my house, and it's not raining. It smells like you know when you have like hot summer concrete and it gets that water on it. Yeah, it's just wet. I think it was just a quick shower. Yeah, I think it might be moving my way. Do you hear that thunder Sunday night? Oh my goodness! Yeah, when I got back to the city, there was there was one that looked. I mean, it looked like it must have hit right in between me and Cobb's house. I mean, it like shook the whole block. Whoa! Dang, I was out of town. That's wild. I heard there was a wild storm, and then it got crazy hot in the city. Oh yeah. <laughs> Dang boys. Um, well, dude, since we were talking about uh, being bougie, I went down to uh, to Hood River, which was super cool. If no one's ever been there, but the and did a little tour of Oregon, number one city though. If you haven't been there, go check out Bend, man. Really, really cool downtown. That city's what's up. Did Crater Lake, which was cool, and then out to the coast, uh, the Oregon Dunes. Um, okay. Um, so the cop topic this week basically is like, I don't know. Everyone loves to be like early into a band or whatever. I feel like I always hear my friends being like, oh, I liked them before they were cool. So I want to give people a chance to, to brag a little bit here. And so the cop topic this week is what is your, I was into X before it was cool thing. Like, what were you super early into? You knew it was going to be a hit, whether it was, you know, you saw one of the first Simpsons episodes or, or, you know, whatever else. So let us know, email, literally the word email at the podcast with two E's.com. Can I do two? They yeah, go hand dude, you hand. can do 10. Okay. I got nowhere to be. <laughs> They go hand in hand, you know, and I, I've had, you know, musical things throughout the years, um, but that's not what this is about. This is about when I stopped drinking, I got into soda water and there was, LaCroix was dirt cheap. It was the only brand in the game and that in the, um, you know, the generic brands. Yeah. You got LaCroix. I got Kroger. I mean, right here. Ted's LaCroix <laughs> All three too. of us are sitting here holding one. <laughs> right. It was not a thing. It was like a, a little section with the generic and three flavors of LaCroix, and that was that. And now it's a whole goddamn aisle. Everybody's on it. Um, and I've also seen the NA beer game explode since I got into it. Same thing. When I got into it, it was like, there's O'Doul's, there's St. Pauli's, and there's Beck's. And those were – I liked St. Pauli's and Beck's. You'd see Klostauer at places occasionally. Um, but I feel like now there's N.A. microbrews all over the place. Lamb of God put one out, you know. And, uh, yeah, I just hear a lot more about them. Um, and, yeah, I've just seen a lot more brands in both sectors pop up. And I think it's cool because I like both those things. So, I. More for me, cool. But uh, yeah, they go hand in hand, and I've, it's been crazy watching how popular soda water, in particular, has gotten over the last few years. I mean, probably the most famous one was years ago. Uh, I remember. And this sounds terrible. We were doing a show in Baltimore on New Year's Eve, right? Which is not that much fun because then we had to go to a bar and host something. And I remember Thrill was like, who's the next big rapper we should know about? And I said, Kanye. And at this point, he hadn't really blown up yet. And then, right, I saw him at the 930 Club. He wasn't even the headliner. Twista was. Yeah, John Legend was with him. Like, 
I know Kanye's Kanye now, but I mean, for a while there, he was the biggest rapper on the planet. So like, I was so proud of myself. I used to watch him on Uncut, 3 a.m. on BET, in between Dude. all the in between all the booty videos. I was gonna say I love that show. <laughs> oh, right. So that's where I found through the wire, like his first single. Yeah, Dude, through the wire was sick. I'm not the biggest Kanye fan. Through the wire was honestly legit. Those first three albums are fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So probably Kanye, and then then I'd say Cricket, but nobody else is really jumping on that train with me. No. <laughs> Not yet. Slow burn. <laughs> right. Like, I mean, right. Most of the other stuff I'm into are kind of kind of generic stuff. <laughs> a lot of people Dude, like that. I would, yeah. Uh, for me, you know, I, this one's kind of a risky one, but um, I would say that I was pretty early user of uh, like the Silk Road slash Bitcoin, you know, cryptocurrencies and stuff like that. It's probably like circa 2000. I don't know, 13 or 14. I'm not sure exactly, but I, I remember it was $12 a Bitcoin. That's what I remember. Wow. And I spent them all. So I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to be getting a boat anytime soon. But um, <laughs> yeah, that was one that was really early to what else? Uh, I don't know. Like, I mean, some of the things, I guess floating, we were pretty early into that ended up getting pretty big. Um, yeah, For just sure. sort of random stuff. A lot of random bands and stuff like that. But yeah, that'd be mine. Yeah, I mean, my buddy Damon, I remember he got me a Run the Jewels CD. And I was just like, what is this? And he's like, trust me. And then same thing, probably like the next time they came around, they were just massive. I love that when somebody blows up, like via, like when it's earned, like it's not marketing, it's word of mouth. I, I liked Dane Cook before Retaliation came out. <laughs> yeah, right now my brain's kind of racing. I'm trying to think. Another one for me would be minimalism, just living with less, you know, less stuff, but better stuff. Definitely been on that for a long time. It's popular now or tiny living, similar. I mean, Tom, I think one year, one of our first years at Meltdown, we saw Odessa in the late night tent. Yeah, I'd believe that. And they, yeah, because they're from Bellingham. So, I mean, that's like the closest festival for them. Yeah. So that kind of Honestly, stuff. all those late night tent uh, shows kind of blend together for me, Ted. <laughs> Just a whole bunch of lasers and smoke, my man. Whole bunch of lasers and smoke. <laughs> then you had to make the long walk out past the property in the in the tents in the forest. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, all right. Well, there we go. Uh, I think this one, Matt, we just title it "Boat Life." Boat Life. I like it. Obviously, a lot of time on it. Uh, once again, just personally, just a huge thank you to Sal, Jessica. That was so much fun air with the boat and oh by the way we stopped at a neighbor's house my man had up the same flag i'm flying cascadia Ooh, dude nice. i'm seeing more and more of those man the cascadia <laughs> movement is growing for sure yeah that's yeah, showing up wherever so let's see uh there's the home episode yeah we'll be back next week uh yeah other than that i don't know it's gonna be warm out go get sun kissed <laughs> ride on a boat play some golf go to go to a river get outside <laughs> <laughs> All right, for MCTP, for comedy, Ted Smith, this is the podcast. Cheers.